The meeting of two eternities, the past and the future, is precisely the present moment. Hey friend, welcome to Behind the Highlights. We're your hosts and new mommy friends. I'm Jordan. And I'm Tiffany. We are here to expose what it's really like balancing life as a mom. It's easy to get caught up in someone else's highlight reel, but all of us have a divine role on this earth, and we want to help you discover what that is and find joy in every day. So let's take a look behind those highlights. Hey ladies, welcome back. We're so excited for you guys to join us today for this super awesome episode. I invite you, if you're listening, to turn off all distractions, go take some time to yourself to listen and to just be in the moment because that's what we're going to talk about, (laughs) being present and just living your life in the present time, not in the past, not in the future, where we are now. It's something that I feel like is being talked about a lot. And I think it's because it's matter. it matters um, to be in the present and to focus on the here and the now. Because we all have super busy lives. We all have important things we have to get done. We have a million things that we're juggling all the time. And so... All the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> so stopping and really focusing on like what you're doing or who you're with and living in the moment, it doesn't come naturally, but it's extremely important. It's a skill that we have to develop, right? Yeah. I feel like the reason it's becoming more important or more like talked about is because people are starting to realize that, okay, the way that we were doing things isn't working. We're losing people to different mental illnesses, to suicide, to distractions that come from the world, to social media. Like, We're just losing people left and right to all these different distractions, future plans, or they're like dwelling on past things that have happened. Like people aren't focusing on the here and the now and what's happening currently in your life with your family and your friends and the people that are in your immediate surroundings. Mm -hmm. And even like the reality of what is, I feel like even that sometimes gets swept under the rug. We kind of just sweep those feelings underneath and kind of ignore it. Yeah. And being present is part of that, like, you know, mm-hmm. listening to yourself, listening to your feelings. Yeah. Like being aware of what your body is telling you, what your mind is telling you, or like even what your kids are telling you, being aware mm-hmm. of like what's happening around you, you know, what your house looks like and what's going on inside and outside your immediate surroundings. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Like how many times I can think of like perfect example all the time. Maybe I'm like answering a message on my phone, a text or whatever it is. And my child comes up to me, mom, 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 like trying to talk to me. And I'll still like be writing my message and answering them. But am I like really paying attention to what they're saying? Not really. Yeah. The other thing that I've noticed is like sometimes my kid will be saying something to me so many times and I don't even hear it. Mm -hmm. And then Derek will be like, are you going to answer them? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, are you talking? Like, I didn't know you're talking to me. And that's terrible. Yeah. we. It's so easy to get caught up in our heads, in our thoughts, in other distractions. And they're everywhere. And that's how, like, you know, the adversary wants us to live our lives is to be distracted and not to be focusing in, like, on the present and what we're doing. Yeah. Also, if we're not living in the present and we're not aware of what's going on in our own lives, like, how are we going to be able to hear the Holy Ghost speak to us or hear the promptings that come to us or be able to do the things that are being asked of us. We can't. There's no way we can hear it or listen to it or be a part of that experience if we aren't present. I love that. 
Jordan had this amazing idea to actually look up the definitions of the word being and the word present. It's amazing. You guys should so do good. this with everything you have a question on. If you're like, okay, what is, I'm trying to think of an example because I can't think of anything right now, of course. Becoming. Becoming is a word that I've like come to love. love. And so, so you just Google it. Just Google like the root meaning of it. Google the definition. Google, you know, the Latin, Latin. meaning of it. Just any of those things and read about it because you'll be surprised. Some of the things, like even just reading present and being like, I was shocked at some of the things that we <laughs> I had to tell her to stop. I know. I kept going. I was like, look at this. Look at this. It was great. You guys, it really is amazing. So I encourage you to like take a deep dive into those two words and find out for yourself what you need to get from these two little words. <laughs> but we'll tell you what we found. I just said, but like, but... <laughs> It was our wedding day. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, we listened to that song way too much. Okay. That'll date us. When this episode came out. <laughs> True though. Oh, that's funny. Okay. First, we're going to define being. So the word being, one thing that I found really fascinating is it's like, it can be used as like past, present, or future. Like it is a continuous word that's used. Tenses. Continuous tenses. I was going to say, I think it was 10 something. Past tense, present tense. Yeah. And future tense. Is that a word? I don't know. Anyway, it is continuous. It's like never ending, which is crazy to me, which kind of goes with our thought that we had at the beginning. The meeting of two eternities, the past and the future is precisely the present moment. I think Tiffany said that way better, but no, it's like you have to stop and like, wait, what? Your mind will be blown. (laughs) You guys think about that for five seconds. That five seconds really matters. (laughs) Just kidding. So being you guys, it's continuous. continuous. It goes on and on and on. It's, you can use it all of the time. So with that in mind, the actual definition of being is the essence of a person. Now, that's just one definition. Mm-hmm. And participating. So participating is the verb, which I loved because we can't be and just be. Mm-hmm. We have to actually be participating and be working towards whatever is happening at that moment. Mm-hmm. The Latin verb is grow you know being it's part of like growth who we are becoming something like we've talked about before it's deep it goes deep it goes way deep I could like <laughs> go on for hours about growth and growing and becoming like I said uh, I to the list. love it <laughs> so that is the word being essence of a person participating in your surroundings growing and just the continuation of this thought of being right okay mm-hmm. and then present Present is beautiful. All I can think of every time is the quote on Kung Fu Panda. Yes. <laughs> it talks about today is a gift, and that is why it's called a present. It's true. Yeah. It is a gift, you guys. You never know what's going to happen next. I tell my husband that no. all of the time. He is always telling me, oh, we can do that later, or that's fine, and that can be put off till later. And I'm like, or I always bug him about time with the kids mm-hmm. and he's always like oh it's fine I can spend time with them tomorrow and I'm like but you don't know <laughs> what if tomorrow doesn't come <laughs> I know like I think anyone and a lot of people have had these experiences where they've you know been faced with that reality of like mm-hmm. wow like really today is a gift and our time is a gift so but precious. it's so hard to remember that like to keep that mindset mm-hmm. and keep that perspective in life is hard and I think that's why Again, going back to being present and making the most of our lives and our moment is what matters. Okay. The exact definition. Well, okay. I shouldn't say exact because I might have like, of. <laughs> meshed them together a little bit. 
But on Google, it said that present is existing or occurring now. And then another definition was in progress or progressing and becoming. Again, that, guys, word again. <laughs> that word is amazing. Becoming. Can you think about existing in, in your time where you are right now, what you're doing right now and progressing? Like just listening to this podcast, you're learning, you're growing, you're progressing, you're becoming someone different. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's so like my mind is like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the whole definition of being present just changed. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited for you guys. And I'm excited for us. And I'm excited to just be here and <laughs> laugh and love. And I'm just going to get weird. All okay. Things. <laughs> now that we know exactly what being present means, which I think is half the battle when we don't understand something, it's hard to actually do it, do that thing. Or understand it. <laughs> okay. So now let's talk about how to not live in the moment or how to like overcome things that happen to us that keep us from living in the moment. Mm -hmm. Jordan and I broke this down into two categories, which we think a lot of the things can just fall under, either living in the past and living in the future. One of the things we thought about in living in the past is not forgiving ourselves. So, I mean, raise your hand if you are guilty of that. (laughs) I'm raising my hand, by the way. (laughs) I literally rose my hand. (laughs) But really, we can sometimes be our own harshest critics and not forgiving ourselves for, you know, the little things and the big things. And sometimes we forget that that is honestly why we are here. Like the whole journey of this life is about becoming, (laughs) progressing in this life and trying to do better, but we're not perfect and we're not going to achieve perfection. It's just forgiving ourselves and continuing. Yeah. I have two thoughts that come to mind. One of them is the scripture where God tells us that we are to forgive everyone unlimited amount of times. That includes yourself. That includes how you feel about yourself and things that you may be holding on to. Mm -hmm. My second thought is when I was getting married, I couldn't forgive myself for some things that happened in college. I like could not get over it. And I was like, I am not getting married. Like there's no way I'm taking this into a marriage with another person. And I was meeting with my bishop and He was like, okay, this is ridiculous. You're being (laughs) silly. Like he loves you. God loves you. Christ loves you. You need to like wrap your head around that and believe in yourself and love yourself for that. And then he recommended I read the book, Believing Christ. Mm -hmm. And basically it just talks about the grace, what comes from repentance, what comes from the love of Christ and believing him and knowing that he was there for you. And I don't want to say this in a bad way, but like he did what he did so that we could make the mistakes that we do in our lives and still be forgiven mm-hmm. and still move on and still progress and become and live with him again. I think we could literally do a whole podcast on this, which we probably should. We should. But it just reminded me of something recently that I learned or thought of that brought to my attention. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so me. But like the atonement and forgiving ourselves, like we don't. We're not living our lives to prove to God that we don't need the atonement. Like we need the atonement. Like we're living because we need the atonement. The end. Okay. (laughs) Moving forward. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That is, it's just true. You guys just forgive yourselves. It's okay. We're all not perfect. Yeah. Don't hold on to the past. Mm -hmm. Okay. Another one we came up with. Holding grudges. Holding grudges. It goes along with forgiving ourselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's mostly goes with others. Yeah. I feel like this one is more directed towards other people, which I feel like is a little bit easier to let go of than 
forgiving yourself. I don't know. That's just for me. It's easier for me to forgive other people than it is to forgive myself. But sometimes people hold grudges forever Mm -hmm. and it doesn't do anything but hurt yourself. It's true. It is. We're the ones that are hurting and sometimes we don't even know that we're doing it. Have you ever like been grumpy towards a spouse or I don't know, a friend or something because of something that happened and you don't even realize you're doing it yeah, and <laughs> until I, you're called out? And, and like, they oh. don't care. <laughs> they don't feel the pain that you're feeling. <laughs> They're just like, why are you so hungry? Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just doesn't benefit anyone. So holding on to grudges. And again, we should probably go into a whole podcast about <laughs> holding grudges because that's all like a these. whole process to get rid of grudges <laughs> or to like let go of grudges. Yeah, this isn't going to be like an overnight thing. These are just yeah changes overnight. These Patience. are things that mm-hmm. these are just things we want you to start thinking about, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> All right. Another going along with living in the past is dwelling on negativity, things that have happened in the past, or even like a negative mood that you're in from the grudge you're holding. <laughs> Which you know, the past also includes that, like this morning, right? If yeah. you're listening to this and it's nighttime, if you felt cranky this morning when you got out of bed. That's the past. Like, let it go. (laughs) There it is. There it is. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. All right. The next one we came up with is regrets. Looking back on your life and thinking, oh, we were going to say the same thing. (laughs) Really? If I only had done this, or what if I didn't do this? Or, you know, what if, what if, what if, what if? What if? Mm-hmm. What off? Don't say that too many times. What off? Or your words get slurred. <laughs> so one thing that really helps me with this is I made a lot of mistakes. I mean, I still make mistakes. I'm not saying I don't. I just... Okay, I made a lot of mistakes <laughs> before I got married. Okay, I keep saying it. <laughs> I still make mistakes, you guys. <laughs> but I've made a lot of mistakes. And I... There are a few things that I still kind of regret, but honestly, I look back and I just think of all the laughter and the fun and the excitement. And I think of what it did to put me to where I am now, because without those terrible choices, (laughs) I would not be where I am. I would not have the faith that I do. I would not have learned the lessons that I needed to learn. I would not have found people that I needed in my life that I still have, you know what I mean? Like there are things that I can look back on now and I'm like, Ooh, that was maybe not the best idea, but Mm -hmm. what came from it or what came after it was totally worth it. I love that so much. Okay. Let's move on from the past and shift our focus to the future. (laughs) Figuratively, not actually you guys. Yeah. Cause they're being present. We're living the moment, (laughs) but ways of not focusing on the present, like what keeps us from focusing yes. and being present. I was just teasing you. <laughs> okay. Number in... one. Oh, sorry. We went out of order. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> the first one we talked about is worrying. Okay, you guys, you cannot predict the future. You cannot like determine your, I mean, sometimes you can <laughs> to an extent. But there are so many outside forces. There are other people making decisions in this world. There are other things that are affecting your decisions. Stop worrying about it. I don't know. That's <laughs> the end. I don't have anything else to say. Stop. Just kidding. Stop worrying. <laughs> That's way easier said than done, right? Um, yes. I mean, I'm definitely one that worries a lot. So I, I have to 
take deep breaths and realize that some things are out of my control, which I feel like we've talked about before. Yep. Seven habits of highly effective people. Yes. Circle of control. We did. We talked a we whole did. lot about circle of control. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Yep. All right. Worrying. Let it go. <laughs> uh, letting the what ifs rule out your mind. So not only does this apply to the past, but also like the future, what is going to happen? Like if, when there's like some event happening, you know, all the what ifs is like, what if this doesn't happen? What if this doesn't happen? Sometimes it gets just, it like rules your mind and that's all you can focus on for weeks, days, months, however long it is. And so let's just try not to do that. (laughs) I think sometimes also when you are living in that mindset of like, okay, what if I do this? What if I do that? Then it also keeps you from taking action, Mm. which is the next thing we talked about is like waiting for the perfect timing. There is no perfect timing. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I hate to break it to you. It just... Nothing on this earth has ever been perfect except for Christ. And that will never change. This is a big one, I think, because how many times have you been like, oh, I really want to do this thing? Which, I mean, sometimes it isn't like good timing. Um, and, you know, we do have to prioritize things. But also, we do miss out on chances mm-hmm. because we're just waiting for the perfect timing. Like, instead of taking action or trying it, you know? Yes. Or waiting for, oh, when my husband gets this raise or when... When this happens, then I'll be happy. You know, do you ever? That's yeah. like a big thing. Is yeah. Like, when this happens, I'll be happy. Or when this in life is going, then I'll be happy. It's just a terrible way to live. Don't do it. Just kidding. <laughs> don't do drugs. <laughs> don't, don't do drugs. Don't, yeah, don't do that either. <laughs> but honestly, you guys, uh, it just won't come. That perfect timing won't come. And maybe, okay. I take that back. Maybe it will come, but you have to rely on the spirit to tell you when that timing is. Mm -hmm. And if you're not living in the present, if you're not focused on what is being told to you at that present time, you're going to miss it when it comes. Amen. (laughs) Uh, Like we said before, I don't think this is something that's just going to come naturally. I don't think it's part of our I don't know. It doesn't feel natural to me. That's for sure. It's nothing we're like born with. You know, maybe some people are. They're really like good at being present. But it's something that we'll need to constantly remind ourselves and work on. Yeah. I think I'm just going to talk about our tips because so we have some ideas on how you can live presently or more presently. Because again, like we said, it's not going to just come. It's not going to be something that comes easily. It's actually going to be really hard. And sometimes you're going to be like annoyed with it or you're not going to want to focus because sometimes focusing on the past or the future or anything else than what is happening right now can sometimes be, I don't want to say less painful, but it just feels more numbing. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So anyway, here are our tips. I have a really big one that I do especially for spending time with my children is I set reminders in my phone to show them like their love language. Cause it's, I don't think about it all the time. I'm really, really bad at like focusing in on them and spending quality time with them. So I set alarms at different times during the day when I know it's going to be convenient for us to like have that one-on-one connection. And for me to like, like Olivia, she loves words of affirmation. So I have an alarm in my phone saying like, Hey, give Olivia a compliment. And I will say something to her when my alarm goes off. And it's funny because 
Derek knows my alarms, and so he'll hear an alarm, and he, like, looks at the clock, and he's like, oh, you better go compliment Olivia, <laughs> which I think is good because it's showing him that maybe he needs to live <laughs> I'm just kidding. We need sometimes reminders. Yeah, so set reminders. And that's great. That's a great tip. I like that one. Uh, another one we came up with is praying for guidance, praying for the ability to being present and for like the mindset of being present, if worrying or waiting for perfect timing or living the past is holding you from being able to be present and um, praying for just being able to like have that lifted from your shoulders for a moment, even if it's just a moment. It's not like every single day is going to be perfect of mm-hmm. living in the present. It's going to be constant reminders of like, okay, refocus, refocus, refocus. Yeah. And as long as you know that you're going to need that constant reminder, then like you're going to have mostly smooth sailing days. Yeah. That's what's going to connect. It's all like, you know, the mm-hmm. little things is yep. what adds up to be the big things. Okay. The next one I think is one of our favorites, connecting with nature. And I just want to say that could be different from day to day. It could be different for each person. Sometimes that, you know, takes or you go do like a hike or maybe you just go sit on your porch for a few minutes, or maybe you go lay in the grass and like feel the texture of the grass and the smell of the grass. And there are so many different ways that you can connect with nature mm-hmm. and have it just ground you. One of the most things I love most about nature is how it just connects me with God. Like I can't mm-hmm. be outside and look at a flower or hear the song mm-hmm. of a bird that's like a song, I swear. Oh my gosh, they're beautiful. Oh. <laughs> uh, or the snow in the map, like all the things. And it just, you know, is a testimony to me of God and like his amazingness. It's yeah. the only word I can come up with. <laughs> he created so many amazing, beautiful things for us. Like, I don't know if you guys have wrapped your head around that, but like this world was created for us to enjoy. Incredible. It is amazing. How many times have we said it? It's amazing, you guys. So take time to go outside and just like close your eyes and take in the scents and the smells and the feels. Sounds. 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 Everything. (laughs) Everything. You guys will love it. Another one that is important and super helpful is meditation or yoga that Recently, I've been doing yoga more often at night. Shout out to Pam if you're listening. (laughs) Has an incredible yoga class. And she, I love in every class at the end, you know, when we are in our Shavasana, and she reminds us like of, you know, staying focused, being present, and bring our thoughts back. And it is so hard to do. Even just laying there when you're literally doing nothing, it is so hard to keep your thoughts present On on your breathing, on like relaxing. You know, anyways, it's even when you're doing nothing, it's hard to stay Mm -hmm. present. Like our minds just wander so fast. That is a great way to practice focusing your thoughts is meditation and yoga doing. Oh, I'll have you mention this one because this is your thing that I love. Yeah. So I like to meditate and do like a senses inventory. And I just like you can do it anywhere in a room, outside, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. You just close your eyes and you just like think of like I was saying when you are in nature, just like think of your five senses and think of what you're experiencing right at that moment. That will really ground you and make you just aware of things and more grateful for the things that you that you have and you can sense, which I think is amazing. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I love to do and I do this with my kids. So I highly encourage you to like teach this to your kids, teach awareness and like being present to your children now, because when they get older, it will be so much harder. And right now when they're little, 
there's just something really fun. They obviously cannot focus for more than five <laughs> seconds, you guys. But it's really cute to watch them try. But anyways, I do just do a body scan. And that's where you just lay down on the ground, like just flat on your back with your hands by your side and your feet out. You're like sitting in a weird... Anyway, it feels really funky, but then you just like think about each body part, start from your toes and work all the way up to your head and talk about each body part and talk about what it does. Be grateful for it. Thank it for how awesome it was during that day and move on to the next body part until you have, you know, literally thought about and thanked every single inch of your body. It really is so fun and so cool to watch kids just like Thank you for my fingers, Mm -hmm. for holding my pencils at school. Like they're so, it's so cute. And then they're aware of what their body does for them. And it's so great. I love it. I love that one so much. I'm going to have to do that with my kids. Mm, They'll love it. Um, Focusing outward is our final tip for everyone. And this just comes from looking up and looking out and not on ourselves, not focusing on ourselves, but looking outward, looking upward looking up to God, looking out to the people around us, looking out to our surroundings, to the mom at the grocery store who is struggling when we're caught up in our shopping list, to the little kid who needs a smile, just looking around at others and what they're what they're in need of too. Yeah, I think also that goes back to praying for opportunities to be present and looking for those opportunities. It, like we said, it's something that you have to actually participate in. So sure, you can pray for opportunities to serve others, but unless you're out looking for those opportunities, they're not going to come knocking at your door. I mean, they might. Someone might knock on your door and be like, hey, I need a, a book. Yeah, <laughs> that might Better. happen. I'm not saying it will never happen, but for the majority of the time, you guys need to be looking out, looking at your surroundings and finding those things you need. Okay, I guess this is a kind of final tip. Kind of a final tip. Just if we're feeling stuck, uh, none of these things are working. One advice is just to take time to sit and like write out whatever the feelings you're having, whatever's bringing you down. Talk with your spouse or a close friend and just let those feelings out and just let it go. (laughs) Yeah, just sit in your feelings. It's okay to feel. It's okay to have emotions. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to like be frustrated with someone else's decisions. Just Mm -hmm. sit in those feelings, get them on paper, get it out of your body and And set time aside to do that. Yeah. And continue on. Give yourself grace. You guys, this isn't something that you're going to be able to accomplish overnight or in a week or a month or even a year or two years or five years. Like it's just an ongoing process that will never end. So just remember that we are always learning and growing. We're always becoming something more. And as long as you're doing that, and enjoying your life, enjoying the journey, you're doing it right. Until next time. Bye. Thank you so much for being here with us. We want you here. We need you here. We love you here. If you love being here too, make sure to hit that subscribe button and share with all of your mommy friends. And don't forget, you are made for something so special and you deserve to have joy even behind the highlights. So until next time, keep on being the amazing mom that we know you truly are.